1: Welcome back to the Replayer podcast i am pegan your host for this week and joining me as always is dan my lovely co-host hi i'm dan hi <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm dan hello
0: <laughs> if you didn't know my you know, name's dan
1: <laughs> have you ever did you see um uh the snyder cut
0: i have not seen the snyder cut
1: uh, this is a really cute moment and i actually think it was in the original justice league yeah i think it was it was in the original mm. justice league as well where um barry allen meets diana um you know prince for the first time okay <clears throat> wonder woman um and she's like hi barry i'm diana and he holds out his hand and he's like hi barry i'm diana <laughs> no that's not right <laughs> Like, and i'm like that's Wait. so cute yeah so I don't, I don't know why that triggered me there but there you go
0: i i did not see that movie i was not making a reference to that
1: <laughs> oh my god well no because i mean you were like hi i'm dan whereas if you were but, yeah. you'd be like hi i'm pagan this is dan yes um Yes, it's, it was a really cute moment. I don't know; people I, might have seen it. If we're going to talk about cool. the Snyder
0: Cut, I'm going to go ahead and say that I've seen enough people say that they're like, "This movie's fine. It's 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 good, but it's it's fine." What? And I, I'm just like, "Cool. I don't need to spend four hours watching a movie. I wasn't interested in watching then."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to say on this movie. Um,
2: That's yeah, another podcast
1: i mean it is it's another podcast and i think it'd be really cool to actually just get into it uh maybe with drew like if drew sees it eventually like let's have a chat because the two like what i'll say about the snyder cut is the two films are completely separate and yes the theme is the same essentially um but the tone is completely different that it just feels Mm -hmm. like a different film um the tone the angles um there's extra scenes there's good background um there's good dialogue there's a hmm. there's an amazing scene at the end of the film and you're like what the fuck were you thinking joss whedon like why would you cut this out but just uh anyway listen it's fine i'll go on from around i will time. say it's something it's excellent
0: i had heard somebody make a comparison about the whole thing with the changing directors and whatnot and uh, I I I'm I apologize. I don't remember who said this. I that I'd be kind of paraphrasing what they said, that they said the whole thing with the Snyder Cut is very much like if you were to take a painting, if you got like Van Gogh to start making a painting, and like three yeah. quarters of the way through it, they said, Oh no, no, you stop what you're doing. We're gonna have this other guy finish the painting, and then that guy comes in and says well, I like this bit, but I don't like that bit. So I'm going to change this bit. And I'm going to change that bit and just paints over what the other guy did. And then they said, you know what? We don't like that. We're going to go back to the first guy. But he can only keep painting on top of the original canvas. It mm-hmm. it just, it bleh, you know, it just turns into a mess.
1: It, I mean, <laughs> I see what you're talking about, but I think like if you, I think you should, if you've seen, if you've seen the original theater release version of Justice League, You would do yourself a favor if you were at all interested in this industry and how it works and how and what happened. Uh. Right. And like what happened and how it was changed, you would do yourself a disservice by not seeing the Snyder Cut. I think you should, because you'll see exactly what Zach intended. The music is different, by the way. The tone is different, like the the like the color palette seems different. It just Everything feels like a different movie and as it was originally intended. Because Mm. now when I see that, I can see the Snyder shots that were in the theater release that just don't fit the theater release.
2: Oh, I gotcha. Everything else was
1: built around those shots and like everything was changed and the angles and everything.
2: Mm.
1: And it's just better in Snyder's version because he's like, this is where this piece of the puzzle slotted in perfectly the rest of this movie and in joss's one it's like here's this piece of the puzzle that's kind of okay and we just put another bits of puzzle pieces around it and like made it fit um and that's how that felt like watching the first like theater release was good it was like yeah this is an all right movie i wasn't blown away by it i didn't care for the movie it was okay Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and i've expressed that before but watching the snyder cut Let me put it this way. Myself and Adam were talking about the other day. What would be your Mount Rushmore of superhero movies? And the first movie that came to mind was Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut Justice League is one of my top four, top five best superhero slash comic book movies of all time. See, now for me, that would be Avengers easily. Right. And Avengers (laughs) is amazing. And I put that in there, like Avengers, Iron Man... Um, technically actually my top four (laughs) comic book movies was Constantine 300, The Snyder Cut, and Iron Man those are my top four comic book movies superhero films, Avengers is a great film see, Um, I have a hard argument for uh,
0: The Incredibles I think The Incredibles is one of the best superhero movies ever made, I will fight people to the death over that
1: okay i would totally agree with that i was actually thinking more like live action but that is that's fair
0: here's a side that's tangent a here's a completely off the cuff like crazy We've tangent. Already
1: started on a tangent oh my god <laughs>
0: i don't care we're going there
1: let's go we're rolling
0: so i watched godzilla versus kong you've seen godzilla versus kong
1: i have within seen the that, first
0: yes. 20 minutes of that movie there was a little bit of me that was like is this going to do the incredibles Are they going to go Incredibles with this? There's a plot point in the movie. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there's a plot point about the, like, kind of like who would be the the main antagonist in the movie. And it felt like um, the antagonist in the Incredibles, like he was creating a situation that would require superheroes to come back and he was going to be that superhero. And there was a tiny bit of me that was like, I wonder if that's where this movie's going. Mm Mm-hmm. No spoilers it doesn't quite do that so i didn't just spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen the movie yet go yeah, see no, it the it movie's isn't. incredible
1: <laughs> i see what you mean i see what you mean about it um yeah look look i think you should you should watch a undercut it is a great movie it is
0: i i want to just because just of the, the zeitgeist around it that it's it's the and thing should. and like I, I will say this, if we can get something figured out where like we want to do a deep dive like we did and uh, get That's Drew to come on and he wants to nerd out about it, I'll, hap- I'll happily do it. I will find the way to watch a Snyder Cut and even try to watch just Le- Justice League if to use this comparison so that I can have the two sides of the coin. Because I yeah. know you said, you know, it, just watch Snyder Cut. You don't really have to watch Justice League.
1: You don't really have to watch it, but I think like you should, because I think like ultimately what we did for the, the Snyder Cut release, like what we did before that to prep ourselves, um, we watched Batman vs Superman. Mm.
2: Uh,
1: so first Man of Steel
2: right,
1: and Batman v Superman and now uh, Justice League. And you just should. You, okay. you just should. So those are the just two movies you think are
0: relevant to watch Justice League.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, they they are... All of them are the Snyder 5, essentially.
2: Okay, because he made them. So the
1: Snyderverse? Right. Yeah. Okay. So the Snyderverse was going to be, like, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, and two more. I see. Two more films. I believe I... Now, look, people can pop it in in the comments on whenever they're watching this and correct me, but I think it was going to be, like, a Man of Steel 2, like, a second Superman film, And then it was going to be a a Justice League 2. The whole (laughs) context of Justice League changed for Snyder Cut. So please go watch it. Let me know what you think in the comments because I thought it was a phenomenal, phenomenal film. They shouldn't have... Look, it's four hours. They could have easily cut it down to two hours for a theatrical release without cutting out, um, I guess, essential plot points. Mm. But Joss Whedon, for some reason, just cut out all of those fucking plot points and created this other movie <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what um the only well th- I feel there's like, like, only part of like the, the some painting analogy moments where i'm like
0: he, he got right. uh, he got content that was already made and then he said okay i have to make sense out of this and add to it and he did it in what way made sense to him based on what was given to him if he had shot Which, that movie himself from the beginning i'm sure it would have been a completely different film
1: yeah, I think the problem there is, though, like he changed a lot of it. He yeah. also reshot a lot of what was shot.
0: That's like and what happened to for no
1: reason, Dan. Like he he changed a scene between Batman and Wonder Woman just to change the angle to get her ass and shot. Her ass. Yes, her specifically
0: ass. her ass, not just her, <laughs> like her ass in the shot.
1: No, no, her ass in I shot. Gotcha. I will send you the photos of this meme. <laughs> but, I believe um, you. There's also a moment in the in Justice League, in the Joss Whedon Justice League, where, like, Barry Allen trips or whatever and ends up, like, falling into Diana's boobs. And it gets up really quickly, like, really embarrassed. That's not in Snyder Cut. That's not a Snyder That's a very shot.
0: anime-esque type of scene.
1: <laughs> it was the st- stupidest fucking thing that Joss Whedon put in the film, honestly. But anyway... It's his take on humor. I'm like, it wasn't even that funny. And actually, I believe if you deep dive this, I believe um, Gal Gadot refused to do that scene and they had a double. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Um, but anyway, anyways, is <laughs> amazing. Let's do a deep dive. If you guys want to hear that, please let us know. Pop it in the comments.
0: Make um, me watch the Snyder right. Cut. <laughs>
1: Make Dan watch the Snyder Cut. Let me hear your versions Hashtag or your thoughts make on Dan the Snyder watch Snyder cut. cut. I would love to talk to all of you about this. Yeah. Love to talk to all of you about this. Let's deep dive potentially with uh, with Drew and maybe somebody who just saw it and didn't like it.
2: Yeah.
0: Sounds good. Anyways.
1: Actually, side note. Um, quick side note, I was on um the podcast with uh Lily and Katie. And we spoke about um The Snyder Cut and Zack Snyder in general and Justice League and Batman Vs. Superman. And uh, Lily expressed that she hated the the Justice League, uh, hated Batman Vs. Superman, and thought the Snyder Cut was going to be so fucking stupid and there was no point, um, etc. And then she watched it and she texted me and was like, I was wrong. It's really
2: good. (laughs) And I'm like,
1: yes! So if you can, like, if people could turn around like that, then you can too so go watch it and let me know all right um Mm -hmm. this week we have quite a lot of um fun and exciting episodes that came out obviously we had um trailer talk and the retro replay episode that aired on thursday which was so cool but let's uh let's talk about trailer talk first we talked about kena bridge of spirits by ember lab what um this definitely is one of kena 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 sorry did i say kena yes i read it i was reading it right sorry. and i had that same problem. actually
0: i was afraid i was going to do the same thing and i actually <laughs> well it was like nolan in the trailer talk was saying Kana, wasn't he
1: yeah no we actually before we went on we were talking about how it's pronounced Kana, and yeah. i read it phonetically on my own notes i was like okay it's kena i need to remember that because yeah. when it originally announced um, I missed where they announced the actual title. I just read it and I was I like, actually, oh, it looks like Kena. I went to Kena. the uh,
0: the Ember Labs Twitter account and that's where I saw they actually have a pin. I think it's a pinned tweet where they're saying it's Kena. Like they, Kena. they phonetically spell it out and it's like, gotcha. Right. K. Now I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sorry. Apologies. Yes. Kena. Kena Bridge of Spirits is what we did uh, this week, which is definitely one of my most anticipated games of 2021. Yes. And um, I was that in Deathloop, I think. Deathloop. Like my two highest. <laughs>
0: I'm really happy that you guys, first of all, did the trailer talk for Kana because one, it was the first time that trailer talks done a video game, yeah. which is great. I'm glad to see trailer so talk cool. kind of like expand a little bit. Um, not to mention, what a great choice for our first video game trailer talk. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of options, but I think Kana is a perfect way to like start that journey to get into that because of the like Paul didn't know it wasn't a video game or it wasn't a movie he thought it was a movie and mm-hmm. I think that kind of makes it a perfect transition almost to be like this looks like a movie holy shit but uh, not like you know back in you know the PS2 like Xbox original days where you would see a game yeah. and go this looks like a movie because that was the beginning of 3D graphics back then but yeah
1: sure, sure. sure. That this was definitely awesome. looks like a Pixar animated film. Yes. This looks fucking incredible.
0: They announced that game um, at the PlayStation 5 reveal event last year, I believe. And yes. I know we talked about it because we had a discussion about that release event. And I remember highlighting Kena, which I mispronounced as Kena back then, yeah. <laughs> and saying that this was easily one of my most looked forward to games for the PS5, PS4 pc it's on it it's on ps4 ps5 pc it's yeah. not exclusive to ps5 but still it will be amazing on ps5 <laughs>
1: but it will be amazing on ps5 yes. um and i'm excited about that because like as i said in trailer talk like, the playstation 5 really is still a new baby and people are still making games for it so there's not a lot that actually um i guess utilize the potential of the playstation 5 and and how great oh, of a console it is so yeah so i'm super excited to see this and then You know, as Drew pointed out, like, with the arrow drawback, and you kind of get, like, a double arrow, like, we can see that being implemented on the DualShock controller, or, um, sorry, the PlayStation 5 controller. The
0: adaptive triggers.
1: Yeah. it's good. That was a nice catch on Drew's part, because I hadn't noticed that either. So good. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I didn't notice that either. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this game. It looks adorable. Mm Mm-hmm um but also with like really dark elements and i love that balance
0: yeah it looks like a very dark legend of zelda type game and i love like a good solid 3d action platformer which Mm -hmm. like i said it just spoke to me in every way and like a lot of the animation the style the the look of it it's that like cartoony but very mature and almost dark and gritty and the combat looked really intense and fun on top of being a beautiful, colorful world. And yeah. it just spoke to me in every possible way that I was like, this is like immediately right up there next to like Ratchet & Clank for the PS5, which is my mm-hmm. also one of my top, you know, look forward to games.
1: Yeah, that actually looks amazing.
0: I love Ratchet & Clank. I love Ratchet & Clank. <laughs> like that's the main mm-hmm. reason I even got a PlayStation 5.
1: No, oh, amazing. I Like I've played a little bit of Ratchet & Clank, but not fully. Like I wasn't like I haven't cleared it or anything. Like I did Crash Bandicoot, for example, mm. uh, back in the day. Um, but yeah, like Kana seemed like such an interesting story. Um, it did remind me a little bit of like Horizon Zero Dawn, which is which is really interesting, right? Because when I when I watched the trailer and I I made that comparison in trailer talk. I didn't think anybody else would see this, mm. like in terms of like I didn't see see my point of view regarding that because I'm like it kind of reminds me of Shadow of the Colossus, uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and it also reminds me of like uh, Zelda, y- you know, uh, Breath of the Wild. Like it looks really cool, and I'm mm. interested in this, but it kind of reminded me of Horizon Zero Dawn because of like you've got a female protagonist, she's clearing the areas of corruption. Um, it's just almost like the fight style is very similar. I was like, is anybody gonna make this so thing? And I'm you, like, s- if you
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be like, oh, it's a female protagonist. What? She uses a bow and I'm like, Laura Croft?
1: Laura Croft. No, <laughs> no, it's not the same. I know. Um whereas I think like there definitely is comparisons and I just didn't think anybody would uh agree with me. And I'm super happy that when we were in the live chat, there was quite a few people before I even made that point, people were like, Oh, this looks like a Horizon Zero Dawn crossed with Zelda and I was like, Oh shit. Mm. <laughs>
0: See now, I never, I, did.
1: Oh, that's I awesome. never got that impression, um, but
0: it's it's a fair one though. I'm I'm not saying it's wrong, but I didn't get that watching the trailer. But then again, I also haven't played a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn, but enough to understand the gameplay, the mechanics, the look and feel of the game. So, I think the biggest thing to me was watching the combat. To me, it looks like a more old school grounded third person adventure like hack and slash. But then it's like, oh, yeah, but then you can draw sure. back and you do the bow shots, and it's like, okay. I can see where that's like, you start to tie in some of the horizon aspects, but
1: I'm
0: curious to see what the different variations and enemy types in uh, Kane are going to be besides like the big boss creatures that we've seen in the trailer.
1: Yeah. Which ultimately I think look like uh, spirits that are trapped in the world and they become, uh, they become corrupted. I believe was the phrasing that they use on their website. Um, They become corrupted and they're trapped and then that makes them violent. And that's like when she's like setting them free. And that just looks like such a great, really interesting, wholesome story, which I'm sure will have such an amazing message. Like, and I knew that from the outset, knowing that like these little cute creatures, I was like, oh, I'm so cute. They're (laughs) all amazing. It wasn't until like I did actual research, they are called the rot and they are like trying to keep the balance by decomposing Mm -hmm. dead matter. And I'm like, what's so great about that is rotting shit is not beautiful outside okay <laughs> like leaves falling on the ground rotting that is not beautiful the act of the color change in the leaf gorgeous the fall gorgeous actually being on the ground rotting it's not nice um it's a but but it is essential right it's essential for life it's essential for like um the global production of living like it's just everywhere this is how we're That's going to part of the cycle the world. of life everything and death and everything it. exactly it needs to decompose So to make that cute, I thought was kind of amazing. (laughs) And then I just was like, okay, well, they've made this cute so that you can understand that like they're necessary and you need to empathize and just like Mm -hmm. have some sort of feelings towards the rock, which is ah. just cool. And I love that.
0: Here's a great aspect. I just thought of that. um, I think it's very much a um, Miyazaki type aspect way looking at it. And you, you've you just been watching some Miyazaki films, haven't you? Yeah.
2: So do you, you see do where really? I'm coming from
0: like that? Have you seen. Um, yeah, for sure. Have you seen Totoro? Yes. With the dust sprites?
1: I have. Yeah. 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 They're so cute.
0: Soot sprites. I'm sorry. That's what they're called. Soot sprites.
1: Soot sprites.
0: But I feel Soot like sprites. that's very I think they're much. They're also a, in. Um, they're in one of the other ones.
1: Spirited spirit Away. Yeah. They're in Spirited Away.
0: It's, to me, that's There's a very Miyazaki sorry. take on like that type of thing. Like, Let's take something that normally is looked at as kind of like gross or something you wouldn't la- want to look at yeah. and like let's flip it on its head and make it something like oh my god it's so cute <laughs> it's I so fluffy uh,
1: yeah i had that reaction and then like people were posting where to buy the i think um
0: the plushie right The comment
1: we got a comment actually yeah yeah to to get to get the plushie Hold on, let me let me bring it up. Uh, we had Elizabeth Olson, um, oh. not the same Olson Elizabeth Olson that you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elizabeth Olson, uh, PR for Ember Labs. She actually commented on the video and she told us that she loved the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit on many things they were trying to convey without having all the background info. And it is the very small, uh, very small team's first game coming to PS4, PS5, and PS uh, PC on Epic Store right. uh, on August 24th. That is. I- um and she said figurines and plushies of the adorable rot are available at rs r- r-u-s-u shop.com um and you know i'm on there
0: i've also you inquired about I'm um physical editions of the game because as of right now it's only available digitally
2: True, uh, yes, and their yeah.
0: official twitter account has uh posted that they're looking at digital or physical options so i would love okay. to see like a physical collector's edition of Kana that comes with like one of those rot plushies or something how great would that be
1: oh my god so cute i want it you can
0: have that amber uh, twitter the look.
1: rot plush the rot plush is 18 dollars. what the fuck that is a steal everybody go out and buy this it's adorable it's rusu shop are you but it's adorable i love it oh my
0: i know it's cute
1: i just saw that it has tiny feet yeah oh my god i just saw that they it's basically like a furby on the oh my god i'm gonna get that game i'm gonna buy that little blush it's so cute um but anyway yes great movie uh great uh traitor to to (laughs) ask
0: paul thinking it's a movie (laughs) that was brilliant at that trailer talk like i love paul oh my god it was so great getting to meet him and talk to him last week um but man that was it was so cute honestly like him being like when's this movie come out oh wait no it's a game
1: (laughs) right i mean he's he's adorable he's lovely
0: it's funny because they kind of gave some context behind our conversation that we had with him last week because obviously you guys Mm -hmm. have recorded that uh trailer talk before our conversation for the podcast yeah and i was like that's what he meant (laughs) like okay
1: yeah (laughs) and like it looks like it, it definitely looks like something that would appeal to him especially if it was a movie i don't know how much of a gamer paul is and we didn't really ask him last time
2: yeah
1: um yeah i think that he man is runs across the he country loves the design and everything i don't see him so right? much playing video games.
0: games. <laughs> i could be wrong it's probably like I how do you True. know i wasn't running with a ds the whole time or something
1: True. by the way everybody i have listened to paul boss um music on so itunes um with dirty dealing as well as like his own album with like pop icon and stuff and i'm yeah. like this is dope this is really cool it sounds almost like system of a down like his own stuff is more like system of a down like styled singing there was and one stuff of the and then
0: ep songs on his ep the one i think it was the last song or the fourth song sounded almost rob zombie ish
1: yeah that rob zombie actually yes, yeah that that's fair as like, a like comparison ah, all
0: right
1: yeah and then dirty dealing is very like thrash metal
0: very metallica Metallica.
1: yeah very metallica style and off that was fucking cool man that was one of the coolest things i found out about paul and it's just so interesting i I never knew and it's so nice to get to chat with him because we don't really get to chat like i don't chat with any of them other than drew i have i have meetings with drew um for creative projects and And those meetings with liam and todd work work work. (laughs) yeah yeah and all drew is like just do better Pagan, be less shit and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fair will do sir please don't give me the whip again um yeah like it was really nice to sit down and talk to Paul and likewise with Stephanie when we had Stephanie on oh, yeah. I don't really get to get the chance to like hey let's just hang out and have a chat and all so it was really cool that they came on and we got to talk
0: yeah I hope to get both of them on um, sooner than later again
1: ooh we should have them on together that'd be awesome ooh,
0: that could be fun ooh
1: <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh uh and then pj we should definitely get pj on at some point i
0: would love to have pj on i feel like that would be right? great but i wonder if and when he'll be able to do it because we know he's a busy man
1: <laughs> he's a busy man it's a busy man um but uh, collectively everybody seems to be down for Kana, bridge of spirits yes uh no one thinks it's great like everybody seems to be down for this game i don't think there's any downside i don't think there's anything that like people were like no one don't like this i mean you don't like it it looks awesome yeah i think it looks awesome
0: I'm, i mean i already have it pre-ordered so do you really oh heck yeah
1: oh amazing i did not have a pre-order <laughs> i should probably get that
0: i was gonna um, hold out for a the physical flush. edition until i saw that there is no physical edition right now
1: yeah fair. we'll see do you know what I would love, actually, and I know that they're a small team, but I would really love if they had something like, um, like a making-of documentary on like a special mm. edition as well. That you can I always love when small
0: games. studios do that kind of I thing. I Love
1: that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Ninja Theory is really good yeah. about that, doing documentaries.
1: I was gonna say with the with the Hellblade documentary it was like,
0: oh, beautiful. so good.
1: Well done, Ninja Theory. So good. I would love to see more of that actually in games, and it was really yeah. cool to see. Um, well, I guess it was Corey. Barlog's, um documentary about god of War. oh
0: yeah raising kratos
1: um, yeah that was awesome man mm-hmm. i love i love all that behind the scenes stuff that's like what inspired me to get into like uh, entertainment and acting and performing and, and production shit. it brings <laughs> me back to like In the first place being a teenager and
0: watching stuff. special features on dvds and shit <laughs> right yeah.
1: and then they then they introduced like blu-rays which had more out like more space for behind the scenes content and i like here's a sneak peek into my life um i never really liked <laughs> <What>? <laughs> behind the scenes content except for um well not that i didn't like behind the scenes content i did enjoy it i just thought i wasn't like oh let me focus in on this yeah. it wasn't until like i mean i watched the Harry potter behind the scenes loved it um and then about 13 or 14 years ago uh, i was a baby no uh 13 years ago um adam and i were talking and i said that i fell asleep in the lord of the rings 2 uh cinema i sorry i think it was during the third movie in the cinema and he was like wait what like what the (laughs) fuck you can't just like what um and i was like well I hadn't seen any of the others. And my friend brought me for her birthday.
0: We've talked about this. Yeah. You had no context. You didn't know who any of the characters were. Yeah.
1: Nothing. (laughs) And I had no clue and I didn't give a fuck. I was like, whatever. I'm a Harry Potter girl. This is, I'm never going to be into this. It's fine. And then Adam was like, I'm going to make you watch all of the movies. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to make you watch all the movies, extended edition. Plus behind the scenes, and I was like really against this idea uh, until I watched them all. And the behind the scenes are the best. And to this day, they are unmatched. Peter Jackson's behind the scenes are just unmatched. mm -hmm. Um, and that just needs to be said. There needs to be more of these like behind the scenes documentaries. Um, and I especially love when they do it with games.
2: Yeah. So with like any like the naughty dog documentaries and
1: then exactly, and I think they should. I think it would get more. Um, maybe I might give more context, obviously, to see how much work goes through all of this.
0: It seems to be um, more normal for smaller studios or independent studios, because a lot of them now are using like kickstart programs or backing like fan crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, and what they generally do is they will have documentaries or videos behind the scenes to show their progress to the fans who've helped kickstart the program. Right. So yes. that's their way of like, you know, here's what we're doing. Here's how far we've come you know this is what we're working on to keep them their uh their their you know their backers in touch with what's happening yeah
1: yeah for sure i think like yeah i just want more of that content i love the yeah. game but i love the game so much that when it's finished and like you complete it or platinum it i've never platinumed a game but if you do play, complete it or platinum it i just i want to know more about this the people who made it i want to know more about the process i want to know more about the actors and the director and the creative Mm -hmm. director and the designer and the animators like i want to know um so i'm look maybe they maybe they won't it's just wishful thinking obviously um ember lab's first ever game i don't know if they're ever going to pull out a documentary
0: i'm reading a book about behind the scenes stuff with development actually right now is by a writer named jason schreier and it's called blood sweat and pixels And it's a story of the, or it's a book about the untold stories behind game development behind some of the biggest games in the world, including Uncharted 4, is on there. And it's, that's probably one of the most interesting things for anyone who's an Uncharted fan. And it talks about how, like, the game started development with Amy Hennig. um, And then Amy Hennig had to leave. And then they brought in uh, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley to pick up where she left off. And then they kind of like, we just finished The Last of Us. We don't want to do this. We don't have the energy. We'll we'll try to get the team on track and we'll find someone from within to promote to game director and then we're out because we yeah. need a break. And it didn't happen. They ended up becoming the main game directors and producers on the project and they took the whole thing over and it tells everything to like great detail of everything they went through. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. this is incredible like i love cool. reading about all that stuff and this is a great book so if anyone's interested in like some of the woes that game developers go through check this book out it's called blood sweat and pixels it's
1: that sounds like cool. a really interesting book yeah
0: i'm loving buy it. that
1: actually on amazon yeah. Talking cool man i love that i will do i will um yeah kane and bridge of spirits um if you guys want to check out the trailer talk it is now available on youtube on the retro Rethel YouTube channel. <laughs> um all right i mean go moving on to the, on the retro replay yeah the show. a little bit in this film the- pj wasn't there <laughs> to keep me in check
0: oh is that what's <laughs> happening pj's not there
1: <laughs> yeah i had run of the mill stuff i know it's more just that like it just so happened that with cruella and um cana british i had already seen trailers for them and i had already done research on them before because i was interested in the topic and i'm Mm. like oh i really like this and then we're like hey do you want to shoot it for trailer talk and i'm like oh yes (gasps) but i have a lot to say (laughs) i just realized something um
0: you did you see gazelle versus kong on hbo max
1: no no you just rented the film
0: okay when i saw it in theaters the other night i saw it in imax which was incredible um oh cool and there that was,
1: must have been cool.
0: It like <laughs> uh. Yeah.
1: I mean because I watched it in the comfort of my own home. And I have to say, like, it was it was it was like it it does what it says on the tin, right? It's a monster versus monster and it's a good time. But to see that in IMAX with the full sound effect as well, that must have been dope.
0: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So but here's the other thing though, is
1: yeah,
0: I'm thinking of trailer talk. All right, so um Yeah, sorry. In the previews. There was a new Mm -hmm. trailer I had not seen for Dune in IMAX. And it was fucking incredible. (laughs) Like, that made me go, oh, like, I I need to see this movie. And I hope I get to see it in theaters with things starting to kind of open up again. And that immediately made me think, I wonder if PJ has seen this new trailer for Dune. Because I know he likes Dune. I know he's excited for that movie. But he, like, some of his biggest criticisms of the trailer was it was it didn't focus on the right things in the old trailer. And yeah. I, I think one of the biggest topics that you guys had focused on was the way it kind of bounced around on like a love interest or a relationship that was happening.
2: And
1: well, that was a point that I pointed out in the beginning where yeah. it starts off that way. Like one of the first frames is like this right. love connection between, uh, Timothy Chalamet and, and, Zendaya. And I was hmm. like, but Why? Like you didn't need to you didn't need to put them in the trailer at all, and then that's when p j was like, "Yeah, but there's agents that cut deals with how long somebody's in the trailer, yeah. so I get it. I mean it is what it is, but I just thought it seemed
0: in the new trailer, they don't seemed... do that though the new trailer ah, is cut so now. much more interestingly. <laughs>
1: I would, I would prefer that. And honestly, there's like other versions of trailer, like the Cruella De Vil trailer. Mm. There was a second trailer for that,
0: right? Which you touched I actually on. found
1: more fascinating. Yeah, I found it, I found the other trailer better than this one that we watched.
0: Okay, enough about trailer um, talk.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that was my trailer. fault.
0: I was the one that pulled that You're off the rails. You tangented
1: out. You um, tangented out. But yeah, sorry.
0: Moving on. So <laughs> moving on to
1: moving on to this week's episode of Retro Replay featuring John DeMaggio. D Dim
0: Dimaggio.
1: Dimaggio. He's a John baseball Dimaggio's in right? the basement. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy that they pulled in off the sidewalk. No. no um, I, I he's love John. In Dimashio. the basement. It's fucking bender. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just waiting for him to wait, be wait, like okay, my hold shiny on. Like, metal ass.
0: Not only right. is he bender, but he's also Jake the dog. And yeah. he's Half the other characters in
1: <laughs> Marcus Phoenix and like yeah, everything Phoenix. else, he's, he's he's in fucking everything. If yes. if it's not Nolan North, it's John DiMaggio. Yeah,
0: he's in. Like, the... Let's
1: all be real.
0: John DiMaggio <laughs> has probably played the most roles you didn't know <laughs> over most other right? voice actors, especially cartoons. Yeah. John DiMaggio is in so many cartoons,
1: so many animated. Uh, an- oh, and then he a- was animated films and things like that as well.
0: He was promoting uh, Disenchanted.
1: Disenchanted, yeah.
0: Of course, another like, Matt Groening thing that he's a part of. Of course, but of course, Bender. Please, who can't goodness. love Bender?
1: Bender is so cool, man. Like, I just, I just, I just wanted to say it. <laughs> and honestly, I've met him twice now, and I've been so tempted to be like, "Please, please, can you say?"
2: <laughs> can bite my, my shiny metal ass. ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, bite my shiny metal ass. Um. Yeah, he's great. He's in the basement. He's yes. actually in the basement. He
0: was in the basement, on the other chair. For the first time, we've got a new, actual like guest on guest set on the show. This is yeah. what we've been basically waiting for since they like shut the the, the basement down for COVID, and then they kind of like great. revamped things a little bit, and then it's like, ooh, there's chairs now. Now we great. can get a guest. But the only thing we, the closest we came to that was like the holiday special, right? When PJ. Right.
1: PJ out. and Stefan came in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And
0: they all kind of sure. like cycled in and kind of spent a few minutes on the couch with Nolan.
1: Right. I think like, I mean, that, that was kind of cool because we actually got to see that like somebody in the seat for the first time. Yeah. Um, and that, the fact that it was at uh, crew, the fact that it was crew <laughs> was, uh was awesome. Because it's like no family, they retro replay crew. Yeah. But to see a guest on the show. We've been mm. waiting for this for a very long time. There hasn't been someone as a guest on the show because of COVID since Troy's departure.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? And like that's not like that's not including Cooper North, because Cooper and uh Drew or Nolan were playing Father Knows Best and they were playing Yeah, they were a, doing
0: a separate a separate thing.
1: section of the of the studio. Um so this is
0: so cool. I mean, I was so excited <laughs> to see this. This is. The I have dopest to say, thing. this is probably one of. For me, the funniest episode they've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the funnest episodes because I can. This is no fault to anyone over the last year, you know, but I've said it in this on this podcast. I've, I'll yeah. say it forever. My favorite episodes of retro replay are always co-op episodes. There are yeah. always times when yeah. it, in the past it was Troy and Nolan playing co-op games, whatever that game may be. And who better to sit down and play a co-op game with Nolan than John, who also is like Nolan in the way right. that he doesn't know games. He doesn't he doesn't understand games. So, And I thought that made such a great dynamic, because if it had been Troy it would have been Troy being like, oh, yeah, just press X or just press this button. You know, he would have been explaining shit to Nolan instead of the both of them being like, what button do I push? You know, like that over the top. They both it's just went so off good. the rails like both of them just going <laughs> off on these um, crazy tangents about like being old men who don't know how to work the toys. And <laughs> oh, and I Metal that-
1: Slug. Did you love that?
0: I love Metal Slug.
1: Good. I good. love the game this was the perfect
0: episode for me honestly
1: do you know what we've got a lot of feedback in the comments and everything as well um regarding that like people are like this is one of the best episodes i've ever seen this is easily a top contender for the best episode on retro replay yeah which is awesome to see like and so good to hear um such great feedback metal slug of course had this twenty first, 25th anniversary recently i love metal slug yeah (laughs) Uh, it was a good one it's a no-brainer when i saw that it was having 25th um anniversary um we were having discussions with drew about games and everything and i was like this is this is a good one um and then i downloaded the game myself because it, i think it was yeah. like on special yeah downloading it myself was on special for about five dollars or five euro uh here in ireland downloaded it started playing it and i was like yeah this is dope yeah, i could have told you that <laughs> like, i could have told so you cool. that pagan <laughs> Well, I wasn't around when the Neo Geo was there, so I fucking I like have I just downloaded Metal my Slug okay.
0: three on Xbox. I can still play it right now.
1: <laughs> right. There's like there like they said in the episode, there's like thirty games oh, yeah. in the whole entire franchise. Like it's been it's been around for a very long time. And it
0: doesn't change. Um it's still the same. No,
1: it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Which is kinda cool. I really enjoy that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, a I, good a good episode, classic video game.
0: I love that um, Nolan took to it very quickly. Like he was doubtful at first, and then he he was right? like, "Oh, this this is this is fun." <laughs> like you can't deny it, it.
1: It's a good one because like the controls are simple. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just X to jump, and then like fire is this button, and you have unlimited ad- ammo if you have a pistol. You pick up a weapon, like you know, it's it's it, it's simple, simple it's things, stupid, simple things mindless life. fun. Yeah when they were like what's the p2 button i lost it Fire I lost two. my mind i was like that is fucking hilarious they're looking two. for a p1 and a p1 but p1 and p12 button is so good uh did you see the meme that tina put out yes after the show
2: uh... So good
1: <laughs> uh tina part of the community and uh, who was on the show when the desidus uh, came out if you go follow our tcav at uh, sorry at tcav on twitter she had an amazing like meme of the two old guys from the muppets mm mm-hmm. Uh, and that's totally what that reminded me of. And like, that's no disrespect to Nolan and John DiMaggio, but it was fucking funny. The
0: the two of them vibed so effing good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why I'm saying effing, but holy crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was such a <laughs> You're perfect... Yeah, even though I already swore a couple of times, I'm swearing Right, same. <laughs> but it was just, I feel like that's even more emphasis. They were so effing good together and <laughs> the dynamic they had, the way they started riffing off each other. They started making characters they were doing characters and like vibing off each other and rolling into like just different versions of themselves. And I can't not say that this is a little extra special episode. Cause I'm kind of in it. I wouldn't, I shouldn't have been in it, but I'm kind of in it. You're kind of in it. I was on the bar.
1: Oh my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. You were in the bar <laughs> with Brandy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Brandy was on the bar for the, the member shout out. And it's a That's picture right. of the both of us. Yes. And they ripped on Brandy and me. And it <laughs> yeah. was great. Oh, it was so good.
1: It was so great honestly. I think like um I think that's one of the greatest things about being um an altered beast and I know that like someone's going to uh, tell me off about this, but I think that's what, one of the greatest things about being altered beast or Drew Soup member is because you do get to have that sort of like face-to-face uh, interaction with the cast and the crew. So if you're a Drew Soup member on Retro Replay, you can find out all about this in the Retro Replay YouTube channel under memberships and also on the website. Um, but if you're a Drew Soup member, you get to have once a month a Zoom call with the crew, so you get to like mm. have a chat with all of us here. And if you're an Altered Beast member, you also get to have chats with like Nolan, Liam and Todd, um, one or more of essentially of any yeah. of those guys um, at least once a month. And what's great there is like you get to really develop those relationships as well. And obviously you're here with me on the podcast. Like right. we do, we do stuff together. Like you've done, you've done this, you write for the, the website, brand new um, works on the website as well as a curator. So you guys already mm-hmm. have that relationship there. But it is great to see because i mean that relationship's only being developed more and more every time in zoom calls and
0: yeah and it's not like it's i can't one do of the best things like i can't do what we did the last zoom call where I, you know i kind of got to shoot the shit with pj a little bit and like nerd out about anime with pj right. of all people like that doesn't happen unless you're one of those unless members. you have this
1: zoom yeah right. exactly um which is just, which is really cool, and I really appreciate you like seeing stuff like that. And when Nolan starts to recognize uh, names and faces, and I mean, he's really great with that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. But because you guys are like repetitively like there once a month, um, it is it's really really cool. So if anybody is interested in those membership perks, they are available on the Retro Replay website as well as Retro Replay YouTube channel under the memberships tab. Feel free to go in, and if you have any questions, send them to members at retroreplayshow dot com. Um, but yes, you were on the bar. Yeah. You're on the bar for this shoutout episode. So you're the whole way through. And there's John DiMaggio, and Nolan North, mm-hmm. sitting in front of you.
0: You know what was really funny feel? about that is the wide <laughs> shot. Um, for whatever reason on the wide shot of the set, there must have been like a reflecting light because it looked like there was a big circle on my face.
1: No way. Really? I haven't seen that.
0: So we were waiting the whole time that when they did the members uh, shout out, that if when they zoomed in on the shot, if that circle was still going to be there and it was going to be a joke, like them making a joke about the because Brandy is the Alter Beast member. And I thought Drew might have tried to take a poke at me and said, like, Brandy (laughs) is getting the shout out, not Dan
1: that is actually hilarious i've actually just seen that
0: you see that what in i'm the, talking in, about
1: in the wide shot yeah when you like see both of them on the couch there's almost like the the lamp
0: yeah there's a reflection or something the whole, off the light
1: There's a reflection across your face yeah yeah that's hilarious that's amazing <laughs> but then like obviously when they go zoom in it's not there because they're right. actually zooming in right on the, on the first um that's cool yeah he ripped on brandy and you and i thought that was kind of it was so cool to see as well like it's no north you know like yeah so fucking cool
0: it was like we had just been talking about changing our picture too, like submitting a new picture for that so that they'd have a different picture when they brought us up on the bar and we had a couple ideas we were talking about some fun ideas for taking a another like couple's picture Mm -hmm. (laughs) which we haven't done yet but we'll get there but uh, the way they rolled with that (laughs) is like i had a drink in my hand and they turned that into like she spiked my drink or something (laughs) oh it's so good
1: it was really good um yeah i like when everybody was like membership moved over from 2020 to 2021 i was like okay if anybody needs to update please fill in the form again on the community tab because like we obviously have to schedule ahead of time i'm sorry we didn't get to get your new photo up there but the the older photo worked so fucking well yeah, it just couldn't good. have gone better it was so good yeah, yeah. um but metal slug is a great game they had such a great episode i think this is mm. really cool um as far as PJ in chat mentioned that um we would be seeing more of john which is cool yes. in the in the live chat um
0: that makes me very happy
1: which makes everybody very <laughs> happy because like since they had the the zoom call last week yeah. Pre- yeah it was last week's episode and then like now he's on set and we're like what well, the fuck this is awesome like yes, yes please more <laughs> of this content thank you
0: <laughs> yeah like um I'm yeah. all here for that, and I. It's crazy to not, I hadn't even considered John before, but now it's like he's such a perfect fit it. to mm-hmm. be on that couch, to be in that basement with Nolan, and for them to mm-hmm. riff together. Of course, uh, it fills my 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 little retro replay heart.
1: <laughs> right. It's a it's a good time. It was a really good episode. Um, what did you think of the opening with the April Fool's joke?
0: Oh, yeah, I I fell for it. I fell for the did April Fool's you know? <laughs> joke. I, I, I was like, they're making a fucking clown documentary. And then it is, what started to make me question it was when they were reading the cast, when they said Al I, Pacino and Christopher Walking. I was like, that's odd. It happens to be two people right? that Nolan does very good impressions of right so i was like this doesn't seem right (laughs) this can't be and then of course oh yeah it's a joke (laughs) yeah very funny pagan and drew
1: (laughs) i waited so long to see how that went off honestly it's so fucking funny um it was obviously april's fool's day and i had messaged her and i was like hey buddy um you want to do something like I think this is going to be pretty fun like maybe we should find a fake news story and then we couldn't really find anything online so just made it up
0: just made it up
1: (laughs) just made that shit up and what is so funny is like I put things in like um Meryl Streep Christopher Walken Al Pacino because I'm like this has to be so unbelievable to be believable Mm. that I'm like it needs to be somewhat like heavy casted like it has yeah. to have like something like I couldn't just just put in like randoms um, oh, I want to be a clown <laughs> like and I just knew that if you mentioned people like that like we Nolan just knew that yeah. no one would fucking roll with it and you mentioned Christopher Walken or you do Al Pacino and he would just do those uh, like impressions you should have put that like Jason really cool. State
0: them in there or something
1: I fucking should have man shit. that would have been awesome shit next time next time next um time yeah or just like someone was like you should have just written it where it was like like halfway through the paragraph it just went into um like rickroll lyrics yeah you know never (laughs) Never gonna gonna give you you up up.
0: never Never gonna gonna let you you down
1: down. never gonna (laughs) hurt you right um which would have been hilarious so i was like oh dang next year (laughs) next year um next year which is which is cool i yeah listen i it was a good time it was it was fun um but i had to wait for ages
0: i apologize (laughs) (laughs) um
1: the like drew's a stealthy fucker because i was like how'd it go and he's like yeah really good perfect i'm like okay cool i guess i have to wait and he's like yeah you'll see when it comes out it's gonna be it's great i'm like okay great cool (laughs) so i'm glad that it worked out really well um but I think Topics of Tangent is such a great um little segment for Nolan to riff off of. And now that um John DiMaggio was on this show, yeah. Like they had such great time to actually riff off of the two of them, like the plastic surgeon one as well as um as uh, as well as the April Fool's one.
2: Mm.
1: It just gives them good material to go with. I like it. I, I was know. curious how like that would a work gush about in this that, episode
0: having a guest and like if they're going to continue with that format and it, it worked like to have both of them getting like a piece of the copy and they're both talking about it and reading about it because yeah. like it was like you know if they get somebody on the couch are they still gonna stick to the formula are they gonna go kind of back
1: to the way right. it was you know which is kind of nicer and honestly i think this is a really cool way of like keeping everything and like um like I said, PJ in chat said that we'll we'll be seeing more of John Amashio, which is great. And I think everybody really wants that. Like, there's loads of comments on the YouTube video where there's mm. like, fuck yeah, I'm all for this, bring him on more. Um, so that's really, really cool. I'm enjoying that they're doing this guest content because um, like the the retro replay um, interviews sometimes felt uh, I guess a little uh, cl- like clipped in and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because there's Zoom calls and there's yeah. like it's hard it sometimes it's really hard to um it's hard to, to make that
0: feel natural
1: right because the timing is a little slow or there could be a delay and like yeah. that kind of stuff and although it's like extremely good content for covid and like for that like i think everybody has been dying to see a guest on um back in the basement i was gonna say on mm. the couch where the couch is gone uh in the armchair back in the basement so <laughs> this is just yeah. a really cool episode and like i gush with pride over the team's work on this like stephanie's work was amazing john and nolan did so fucking well you know uh, pj drew paul running on scenes so good um, steph is continually the,
0: like, crushing it with those edits and
1: amazing even in like the fucking um trailer talk, the trailer talk like the it. little
0: with finger the weight so good that was perfect
1: so fucking good i loved it um great job steph um but yeah i just i i yeah i'm i gush over this episode i'm very proud of the team they're very good yes they're good people <laughs> <laughs> um all righty we're gonna wrap this up um just before we go please go over to dot show.com where you're gonna find out some really cool fucking articles um uh, about everything really from media to everyday life to, anything and um, everything Yeah, pretty much anything and everything. Um, Some of the two highlighted um, articles featured this week is Why Monster Hunter is Worth a Shot by Emmanuel Emmanuel. Alejandro. And and also an interview with Mike Drucker, who talks about games, writings, and his book um, Silent Hill 2, and that is by the Art of Lily Kay. Uh, so feel free to go over to the TheRetroReplayShow.com and have a look. If you are a member, you should also get a member's invite pretty soon. If you haven't, please send an email to members at RetroReplayShow.com. Sometimes the invite doesn't trigger or it could be lost in your junk mail. So send us an email. And we'll send you over the invite to the website so that you can comment on those articles and engage and, um, and be part of the community over there too.
0: And if I can do a quick shout out for the website real quick. Uh, if any of you <laughs> who haven't checked out the website, definitely get on that. There's some great... Great articles in the pipeline. I can't say what yet, but there's some really cool stuff. There's some really great stuff coming. So you should definitely check that out.
1: Good call. Good call to action there. Um, all righty. This is the time we're going to promote our socials. Dan, where can anybody find you if they're looking to follow you on social?
0: I have a child. What are you doing? Hello, child. What are you doing here? What are you showing me? Are you making mini Mouse?
1: I love that. Is he trying to promote on social? I have a child. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> do i want a pretty jess you just kind of opened the door and looked at me like hi <laughs> it was like oh uh.
1: lexi hi
2: Come here.
1: hey honey can
2: i say hi show sure, her your dress
1: <gasps> your dress is beautiful i love the, your I ears you are they mini mouse ears
0: is it mini mouse yeah
1: yeah oh so pretty
0: you're so pretty <laughs> I know.
1: We'll just we'll get we'll get Lexi to close out the show.
2: Yeah,
1: all right.
2: This is so adorable. It's so
0: cute. Yeah, she can be pretty darn cute sometimes. She's making a heart for you.
1: I love your bow. Oh, <laughs> she's so cute.
0: All right, kiddo. I got to wrap up, and then I'll come down and play with you. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
1: Oh my god, that's so fucking cute. My wow. ovaries hurt. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, oh hi. <laughs> where were we?
1: Uh, where can we find you on socials, Dan?
0: You can find me at StarkEvash on Twitter. That's S C A R K Y Y V A S <laughs> H, and I go by Stark Evil Vash on pretty much every other platform, including Instagram, Xbox Live, PSN. Anywhere else, you can look for me and find me. Um, yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. If anybody's looking to find me, you can find me at, at PaganPlays on Twitter and at Pagan underscore plays on Instagram and on Twitch. Um yeah, thank you guys so much for for joining us today. Uh fun, listening in on the podcast platform and also episode. a very tangented <laughs> episode. I don't mind that though. I think like it was it was pretty fun. It was good, good to shoot the shit with you, Dan. Hmm. Um if nobody else is familiar with that expression, that just sounds really fucking weird.
0: Shoot the shit. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. If you guys have any questions for the cast and crew of your replay, uh, let us know. and We'll be able to get them answered on the show. Um, if possible, we can get voice messages from Drew and the crew. Um, so send us an email to the podcast at gmail.com. That goes for if you have also any questions for us or uh, if you want to be on the show as well. Feel yes. Free to send us an email.
0: If anyone wants to join us uh, and come shoot the shit with yes.
1: us. Come shoot the shit. <laughs> Uh, make sure to stay up to date with all of our podcast uploads by subscribing on Apple Podcasts Spotify or Google also make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook too which we'll link in the show notes for this episode so it should be on your chosen platform and in the YouTube description let's game over folks thanks for Woo, joining game over Bye. <laughs> we did it we did it